Night Talk with Oliver Dixon. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much uh, for the honor and the pleasure of your company. I'm taking your calls throughout the show. Give me a call, 86 Now, Astral Foods, uh, which is a major food uh, manufacturing company in South Africa, they recently had their results issuance, um, and within that, it didn't look too great. Uh, chicken and poultry exports have been down um, and d- due to a number of reasons, one of which, chief amongst them, seems to be our electricity crisis, load shedding. And they argue that the sector will be so badly hampered that it could result in social unrest. Now, I don't know much about the value chain of the poultry industry, how it works, um, how it functions, um, especially trans, transatlantic in terms of cross-border uh, exports, um, and more specifically, how we can protect the, the, the industry, what policies are involved in the protection of the industries, what the relevant uh, trade treaties are that pertain to this. I remember... The AGOA agreement was at one point controversial for the chicken uh, industry, the poultry industry in South Africa. But somebody who has the answers to all of this is Fred Hume, the managing director of Hume International. Fred, good evening and welcome to SAFM. Good evening, Oliver. Thanks for having me. Fred, what's going on in the poultry industry? <laughs> okay, Oliver, yeah. Um, I, I also read the, the report from Astro. Um, you know, certainly local poultry producers are facing enormous challenges, and um, you quite rightly referred to the electricity crisis, I think, has been, uh, been foremost in that. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, most often poultry importers or imports of poultry are vilified. Uh, I certainly don't believe that is the major uh, impediment, um, you know, to profitability of the local industry. Sorry, yes, yes, Fred? Yeah, so, so, so unfortunately, a number of dynamics that play here at the moment. Yeah. Uh, we, agree with, um, we agree with Astral that um, there is an unfolding crisis um, yeah. that we are witnessing here. And certainly, um, we feel that uh, South Africa needs to be more proactive with negotiating um, uh, amended health certificates with our major trading partners in Pulse Street, most, most notably Brazil. Um, you know, which is currently facing the possibility or the threat of bird flu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk to us about animal health very specifically. Um, bird flu is a thing you hear about and then, you know, it is seemingly there, then it goes away. I'm assuming that, you know, good vets create good vaccines and, um, you know, poultry farmers are able to administer these vaccines and life goes on. Um, from an animal health perspective, how big is the threat? Uh, enormous, enormous. Uh, look, um, poultry, well, avian influenza or bird flu is endemic in poultry flocks plop, around the world. Uh, you know, hundreds of outbreaks take place annually. Millions of birds are culled. Um, in fact, the use of vaccines is not widespread at all. Uh, you know, there are, there are enormous costs in administering these vaccines. And also, it is important to note that um, new strains of bird flu pop up all the time meaning that these vaccines would have to be continually adapted, you know, much like we saw with, um, um, with the COVID, uh, you know, COVID, that, COVID crisis that we recently faced. 
So it's not, in my opinion, no, no easy answer, and and certainly it's it's I suppose an open question whether vaccine is in fact the solution we're looking for. Yeah, what role does Brazil play here? Why does their name come up? Okay, so South Africa imports in excess of 40 million kilograms of poultry from Brazil monthly. Uh, a large percentage of this is mechanically deboned meat, which is a key ingredient in the manufacturing of uh, polonies and Russians and, and, and uh, let's call it in, uh, cheaper protein alternatives, um, something which South Africa doesn't produce in any great uh, amount. Uh, you know, you may ask why. Well, um, you know, simply because South Africa tends to sell the ingredients that are used to manufacture this product, um, you know, such as chicken carcasses and bats and, um, you know, these, these items, they sell them in, in that, in the, shall I say, the natural form. And, um, you know, there's a big market for, for poultry offals and, um, and, and, yeah. and chicken carcasses, are, you know, that, that is left after deboning or removing the primal cut. You know, Brazil produces an enormous amount of poultry. It exports in excess of 40% of what it produces annually. And um, therefore, it has an oversupply of these products and therefore is able to manufacture this ingredient. South Africa actually exports very little poultry, very little at all. Yeah. A number of years ago, South African poultry farmers accused America of dumping. Does that still happen? Yeah, well, you know, this dumping question is always swirling. You know, I mean, yeah, whenever anybody wants to get, a, you know, shall I say, you know, protect their turf, um, you know, dumping comes into play. Uh, I don't agree with that. Um, you know, I mean, very clear guidelines on what constitutes dumping. Uh, you know, I, I sort of see it uh, more along the lines that um, countries import what they don't have enough of and, and tend to export what, what they have too much of, you know, so... In, in essence, it sort of just balances the demand. Yeah, and South Africa, unfortunately, um, is in a situation where it, it consumes a lot more um, of the um, leg quarters and wings, uh, these boning cuts, um, rather than breast meat, which is preferred in countries like the US and, and, and Europe, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. And, and so Brazil exports in excess of 40% of what they're able to produce. Uh, they export quite a bit to South Africa, you say, um, is that where a lot of the bird flu originates from, Brazil? Well, Brazil has never had a, um, an official outbreak of bird flu in their commercial flock. So um, there have been um, cases of, of bird flu being detected in wild birds. Um, you know, this does not constitute grounds for banning them. But of course, um, we run the risk of bird flu then spreading from wild, wild birds into the commercial flock. Um, you know, this is a very real risk, and we've been lobbying actively for government to renegotiate the health certificate with Brazil um, to allow for regionalization, which is in place for the okay. United States. What, what, what role does the health certificate play? Well, it governs the relationship or, or the trade in, in that commodity, you know, inter-country. Inter you know, so it sets down the guidelines. So currently, the way it stands is if, you de- if bird flu is detected in the commercial flock in Brazil, the entire country is banned. Now, it, it, that makes very little sense. In the United States, for instance, I mean, a regionalization policy is in place. If, you, if bird flu is detected in a given state, only that state gets banned. But the rest of the country is still able to export products to South Africa. So, you know, we're asking that, you know, we just, you know, apply the same policy unilaterally across the board and, um, you know, not only singling out certain trade partners. Yeah. Give us a call, 86 2032
Uh, Fred, who do we export our poultry products to? We export basically nothing. You know, uh, little bits and pieces, but um, you know, mostly some value-added products. But I, I, you know, it's 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 insignificant and negligible. So, so pretty much all. So we consume what we, we we consume what we produce in South Africa. Correct, Oliver. Do we produce a lot? We do produce a lot. So if this mechanically deboned meat is excluded from the mix here, South Africa only imports around 10% of what is consumed and produced in this country, or consumed annually in this country. So 90% of what's consumed is produced here. Right, right. Why is load shedding an issue? Well, goodness. Uh, you know, um, poultry production is, is, is electricity intensive by nature. Um, okay. these, you know, these stoppages, um, you know, they, they are having a severe impact um, on obviously the number of hours that these factories can, can produce. Um, you know, we find situations now where the birds are, are getting heavier than, 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 they are necess- than they necessarily want, resulting in larger portions. Um, this then obviously makes it difficult to sell this product to the QSR restaurants. Um, you know, where, where certain, um, let's say, weight ranges per portion are required, uh, that's having a significant impact. And if diesel generators are employed, of course, that adds another layer of cost to the domestically produced product. So typically then where there's an electricity crisis, uh, manufacturers and producers use backup electricity. Uh, poultry farmers, are they able to go off the grid or is it too expensive an exercise given their bottom line? Well, I, I would say that, um, you know, the problem, the, the problem lies in, in the factory itself, you know, where the, where the birds are, are, are harvested and produced. Yeah. That's essentially where the biggest disruption comes, you know, and the biggest costs are incurred from not having, um, shall I say, a reliable energy supply. Right. And... Uh, is there opportunity for this industry to be a growth-oriented industry? Um, I mean, you say we don't export much and we only import about 10% of what we consume. Um, that means we've, we've reached parity, so to speak, on uh, demand and supply in the country. Is there room for growth so that we can become a poultry export, a, a net export country as far as poultry is concerned? I certainly believe that government has a role to play there. You know, in, instead of attempting to support the domestic industry by introducing higher tariffs or dumping duties, um, you know, it would be, I think we would be better served by government, um, you know, attempting to open up higher, high-paying markets for chicken breast meat, such as the EU, you know, um, coming up with some sort of reciprocal trade policy whereby we say, okay, we grant you access to our market for loaning cuts which we demand but then we require in turn you know access your market for high paying breast meat which our market, our country does not value you know to the same degree that you know that that certainly that would enable us to grow the industry cost effectively you know but without and without access to a high paying breast meat market it's going to be difficult to produce you know the chicken at, at a competitive price a globally right, right. competitive price what are some of those tariffs uh, that are imposed and what are they imposed on? Well, I mean, you know, we, we've got really, well, the domestic poultry industry is, is very well protected in essence. Um, you know, whole birds um, attract the import from Brazil, specifically attract an import duty of 82%, bone-in chicken cut 62%, uh, offal generally 30%, um, you know, yeah. So these are the duties that are in place, um, you know, and, and obviously that have to be paid prior to any of this product being introduced into the domestic market. My goodness. 
Is that um, uncompetitive, tariffs? Well, certainly, yes, yeah, certainly. I, 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 many countries around the world, you know, that um, in response to rising food inflation have actually waived these tariffs temporarily. Right, Government, right. Um, you know, in, to their credit, did suspend um, some, the introduction of some dumping duties um, on Brazilian products for 12 months. It remains to be seen whether this will be extended. Uh, but right now, I mean, considering particularly that domestic producers are going public and saying, guys, we've got a crisis, we can't produce under these circumstances, it makes no sense in my mind on making it more expensive to import products, you know, to supplement this, you know, very real, you know, short supply situation. Yeah. Give us a call. 86 0 2032 Taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 Tweet me at Oliver underscore speaking on Twitter. Oliver Dixon on Facebook. Let's take a quick break. Night Dog, walking you to the ballot box. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for your company this evening. I'm in conversation with Fred Hume, Managing Director of Hume International. And we're talking about um, the Estral Report uh, about the poultry industry raising real concerns um, around the stability of the industry and what it could result in in the country. Now, Fred, just going back to, and, and look, firstly, thank you so much for all that education. And I have a better understanding of how the industry works, uh, what the vulnerabilities are, and what the opportunities may be. But if you go back to that Estrell's report, they, they, they make a very bold claim that should the industry not be supported soon, it could result in social unrest. Are you able to see the link between that? Fred? Ooh, seems like we may have lost Fred over there. Uh, Fred Hume, the Managing Director of Hume International. We're going to try and get him back on the line, hopefully on a different line. Give us a call, 86 Taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 Let's see if we've got Fred back on the line. Fred, are you with me? Yes, Oliver, I'm back. Oh, there we go, there we go. Are you able at all to see the link between Astral's diagnostics of their business and the industry linked to what they say is potentially the doom of social unrest? <sighs> Oliver, um, you know, frankly, I, I, I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. Um, but I mean, certainly the situation is dire in South Africa, you know, for, for many industries, um, certainly not limited only to the production of poultry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it, it, yeah. could they potentially say that, <laughs> hoping that the drama um, spurs up, uh, you know, immediate intervention in the industry and, and, and assistance? Well, you know, Oliver, think about this, um, you know, recently, I mean, you know, if, if the electricity crisis is, is you know, the, the, the key reason, um, you know, for the poor results, you know, how, how do we solve this overnight? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I think it's, it's very obvious to all, you know, industry participants and citizens of the country that, you know, this energy crisis is causing us severe discomfort and, 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 and increasing costs and, making it difficult to produce. But, um, yeah, is there an easy solution to the problem? You know, certainly not by the stroke of a pen. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, chicken and poultry are primary protein products for most households, right? It's a staple for most households uh, as it's concerned. Uh, the purchase cost um, at, 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 at retail stage has seemingly gone quite high. Is, is it as a result of just rising inflation or coupled with uh, the industry having to increase their own costs given uh, the uh, pressures that they're facing at input? Well, yeah, rising food inflation, you know, certainly is, a, is, a, is an issue globally. Um, you know, the war in Ukraine certainly didn't help that. Um, you know, we've seen rampant rises in the price of, of packaging material, transport costs, um, you know, feed costs have increased dramatically. Um, you know, so all of this has played a role in increasing the, you know, the price to the end consumer. Um, I, I, I don't believe that any of this um, can be changed um, easily, or, you know, by government. But how do we contain food inflation? That's possibly a question we should be asking. And if we look at poultry, I, I believe that in the short term, at least, you know, the the, the easiest solution is to reduce import tariffs and, and to facilitate faster, you know, faster opening of markets that are deemed to be free of bird flu, um, you know, following the, the old OIE rules and guidelines, which South Africa, you know, used to follow and then, you know, moved away from. Um, you know, I, I think in many respects, um, you know, South Africa has used bird flu um, as a non-tariff barrier to trade. And certainly we should, at a time like this, you know, particularly when local yeah. producers are coming out and saying they can't produce sufficient quantities of the staple protein, we need to be facilitating imports rather than impeding them. Right, and that means reducing tariff costs, I'm assuming? Reducing tariff costs, regionalization um, for countries that, you know, that, that do get do contract uh, cases of bird flu, um, allowing heat treatment of MDM on arrival in country, uh, much like we've done with pork, um, you know, so already these protocols are available in place. Um, you know, it's just a matter of transposing them, you know, to a health certificate for poultry imports. These would be things that would, would allow us to import poultry, um, you know, cheaper and in, in greater quantity, and which would result in us being able to contain food inflation, um, you know, in, for this key protein. Yeah, yeah. Look, just lastly, Fred, should this be a subsidized industry in the local and the domestic market? No, I, I, don't, I don't believe it should be. I don't believe it should be. I mean, you know, certainly there's an argument for protecting fledgling industries, you know, to, to allow them um, opportunity to gain um, sufficient uh, scale to be able to compete. But, I mean, ultimately, one wants these industries to compete on a global scale, you know, otherwise propping up inefficient industries, um, you know, ultimately at, at the cost of, of the consumer. Yeah. Look, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this evening, Fred. Really, really do appreciate it. Fred Hume, the Managing Director of Hume International. Oliver, good night.